Uh, this week's parsha really starts off in the middle of a <coughs> of a discussion, a hemshech of the previous parsha, where Akharish Baruch told Moshe Rabbeinu to go to Parah to tell the Jews to to tell Parah to let the Yidden go out of Mitzrayim, and Parah comes and says, "If you're coming to ask me to stop the work, it must be that the lazy nirpim hey nirpim," and therefore Parah says that not only am I going to make sure that you keep the same amount of bricks as you had to make until previously, you also have to go ahead and find the cash. You have to go ahead and make the straw. Agav, you see that, uh, you know, the Rambam writes that when the, there's the Isra of Avodas Perach, so he said the, the word of Avodas Perach is that there's no zman, you don't know when the when your work is going to end, and also there's no purpose, there's no tafkit. So power, I wanted, Lecharish uh, would have made more sense that power should have up the level of how many bricks they have to make. It would have been more productive for Pirate to go ahead and to do that. But for him to go ahead and make the cash and to, to make them go look for their own straw, that was because Pirate wanted by Yavidu Espenei Yisrael Beforech. He wanted to do Avoidus Perach. He wanted to take away the Ruach. He wanted to take away the Sipak. And that's why when they have to go ahead and look for cash, you don't know if you're going to find it. Mechatesi, you're going to find it. Who says you're going to find it? You don't know when and when you're going to find it. It's all of these things that are avoid this parach. The power wanted that they should have no sipuk, that they should have no productivity because a person without productivity, a person without sipuk, it takes away his ruach. But Akapara Moshe goes to Parai and Parai makes this uh, gzeira and he makes it harder on the Yidden and Moshe comes back to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and he says, Lama hariyosa, lama zeh, v'lama zeh shalachtoni. And then comes in this week's parsha. It says Vayidaber Lakim Moshe, which Vayidaber Lakim is Vayidaber is a lashon kosher, and Lakim is a lashon also a lashon of Dayana, the Zemidus Hadin. And the Orchayim explains that what Hakadosh Baruch Hu was telling Moshe Vayidaber Lakim Moshe Vayoymeri Love Ani Hashem, that you're coming and you're saying Loma Harioisa Loma Zeh. Why did you make it bad for Hakadosh Baruch Hu? Don't you know Vayoymeri Love Ani Hashem that Hakadosh Baruch Hashem is the Midas Hachesed? That there's no such thing as Hariyosa when it comes to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. When there's no such thing, you can't say Lama Hariyosa. It's more taina of Lama Hariyosa. Why did you make it bad? You think that Hakadosh Baruch Hu wants bad? Hakadosh Baruch Hu wants me to say, Hashem. I am Hashem. I'm this This that things bad things happen to people is either like we see over here by Mitzrayim is because Hakadosh Baruch Hu wanted to make it stronger the Golos, the the Inui so that they could go out earlier, or a person deserves it, a person to be machaper. But as far as Midas of Hariyosa, the words Hariyosa, that doesn't apply to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's why it says, that was the taina on, on, on Moshe Rabbein. Just to be Moshev, it's interesting because it says, It should have said, He's talking to Moshe. A love is much like it's a personal, it's like a personal message. So it could be that really Moshe Rabbeinu, when he came and he was tining for Klai Yisrael, that was really his tafkid. He had Rachmanus on Klai Yisrael. It bothered him that they made it worse. He was coming from Rachmanus. He wasn't coming with Tainus. He was coming, what's going to be with Klai Yisrael? It became worse. So on that, HaKadosh Baruch Hu told him, When HaKadosh Baruch Hu was talking to Moshe as Moshe, Moshe the one who was Moshech, he was the one that was taking out Klai Yisrael from Gula. He was taking them out from Golas to Gula. And that's the, the name of Moshe. He was talking to him as a manik. So then, it was by Dabar Kosha. But by Yomer Elav Ani Hashem, but when he spoke to him personally, he was telling him, I know that you did it, Al-Shrachmanus. You personally, I know you did Al-Shrachmanus. But you have to go ahead and be careful that you're the manik. This, as a manik, you can't come ahead and say, Lama Hariyosa. To give that impression, or to even to say that thing, that there's a raw, that as a manik, that you can't go ahead and do it. The pastor continues, and it says, Vayira El Avram, Ve'el Yitzchak, Ve'el Yaakov, Be'kel Shakai, Ushmi Hashem, Le'inadati Lehem. 
And the Ramban says that that means he appeared to them with the name of Kel Shakai, but the name of Hashem, the Yud Kei Daddy didn't appear to him. The Ramban says that the shame of Kel Shakai is used when, when the Nisim, like the Nisim Nistarim, but they all come through Derech HaTeva. There's a, the regular Hoylech Yelech of life. So why this happened like this way and why like this way, it happened, it's all the Yad HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but it's Nisim Nistarim. You don't always see the Yad Hashem. So when it's using that attribute of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it, it uses the name of Hashem of Kel Shakai. Shmi Hashem, the name of Yud Kei says the Ramban, that's when it's Lamalam and Adair HaTeva. That's when it's, it's Nisim Galum. So, so the Chassam Seifa says, that he says, I'm going to take a shot in the Pesukim, just how to read the Pesukim. It says, that the Ovis, they came to the Akar of HaKadosh Baruch Hu on their own. They, were, they reached that level on their own. And therefore, they didn't need Nisim Galuyim to see that Nisim Nistarim in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. They saw it, they understood it, they taught it to other people. They were able to come to that Madrega on their own. So, that's all they needed. They were able to see through the Derech HaTeva, they were able to see that everything was functioning only because it came from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But Kla Yisrael, at this matzav right now, they didn't see that. They were not at that level. And it would have been Fakert. If they would have, if HaKadosh Baruch Hu would have done Nisim Storm that they should come out of Mitzrayim through the regular channels of Teva, the people would have said, okay, everything's good. We don't have to change anything. But the same, we could just go like regular life. They wouldn't have been able to see the Yad Hashem behind it. So therefore, Shmi Hashem the, the name of Hashem, I didn't have to tell the office because they didn't need it. They were able to see it on their own. And then the Pesach continues, And therefore, since the office on their own were able to see it through the natural channels of Hashkocha, they didn't need the Nisim Galuyim, so I gave them Eretz Yisrael. But then he says, but when it comes to the Pesach continues, and the Pesach says, V'gam, but I looked at Kla Yisrael and I saw why were they crying? They were crying not because they wanted to come closer to the Shekhinah necessarily or they couldn't do the mitzvahs. They were crying because Hashem Mitzrayim They just wanted the Tzorah's goof. That's what they were nervous about. So I saw in Kla Yisrael that they would not be able to see the Hashkach Hashem through Nistim Nistarim. So therefore the Pasuk continues and it says, L'chein, em all of Yisrael, tell B'nei Yisrael, I have to do tremendous, tremendous miracles. And only when I do the tremendous miracles, then then you will know. So it's only, it's not a chesaron really on the Ovis. Like uh, uh, they were missing something. They were able to see the Yad Hashem through the Hashkacha, but Klai Yisrael and their Matzev, they needed the Nisim Galuyim. So you see that, that if we're able to see, so Nisim Galuyim is not always, if we're able to see through Derech HaTeva, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and this and that, we don't talk even in Nisim Galuyim. We can understand that everything comes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, even naturally through Derech HaTeva. But these Pesukim continues, and it lists the four Lashonis of Gula, Vaitzetzi, Vitzalti, Vivalti, Vilakachti. And we know that based on these four Lashonis of Gula, we drink four cups of wine on Pesach night. So why do we have to make four, like what's the four Lashonis? We, well, let's drink once. HaKadosh Baruch Hu took us out. Let's drink. HaKadosh Baruch Hu took us out. Furthermore, the Mordechai asks that why specifically is it wine? Why dafka do we have to drink wine? Let's see. We'll eat something. We'll eat bread. We'll eat lechem. Why specifically does it eat wine? So then the Tiv says that the Pshat is like this. That they were mitacha sivlois mitzrayim. They were underneath. They were digging cement. They were digging bricks. They were, they were regular doing avoid this parach. To come to the matzav of Har Sinai, to reach that level that they should be able to be makabal the Torah, it doesn't go straight. It, it doesn't work straight. You have to go step by step by step by step. So the first, each 
l'shoinus of geula is another step in the growth of a person. That's why specifically you need four. There are four steps. Each step is another mile that you grew to. It's another step in the ladder that you were able to go up to. First, they had to stop the work, the actual work that they were doing. That's number one. Once they stopped the actual work, but they still had an avdus, they were like, they weren't slaves, but maybe they were avodim to power. They were meshubit to the concept of power. Power still had the, the shlita over them. So the second step is, and this he says is by Marcus Barrett already, it says that the first time that Klai Yisrael is called Ha'om, as the Loshan Chashivas. It's called Ha'om, the Loshan Chashivas. Why? Because at that point they were recognized as, as a people. They weren't looked at as slaves anymore. They were Ha'om, they were that people. When it came time to Marcus Bechoyer's there, it says, at that point they, they removed every association with Parah. Parah had no more over them. They were not even. Meshubatim at any all. Vagalti Yashem, that's Vagalti. Until they finally reached the level of becoming a people, that's why it says, Vilakakti Yashem, Lila'am, at that point. So it had to go to reach that level. It couldn't go in one shot just to take them out and they would be who they were supposed to be. They had to work slowly and go step by step by step. It's a process. And therefore, says in its that's why we drink wine. Because when wine changes a person, if you drink wine, so you know, you change a little bit. I'm saying you become. A different person is able to change a person, and that's the idea that these full assurance of Gula are really a remiss to us, really, that we have to go step by step till we reach the level that we're able to be Makabal Torah. But he also adds, and he says, that the Gemara says that there's a fifth, on Oimer Malav Halagodal, on a fifth kois. And the riff, the riff in the Rambam Paskin, that this fifth kois is not L'chathchilo. It's not, it's not, it's not Ma'akev. L'chathchilo, you should do it. If it's bit, yeah, but, but if, it's, yeah, if you don't do it, it's also okay. So he says, what, what kind of child is that? Oh, the, uh, the nish. I mean, where, where, where does he come up with? So he says, not like we always learned, that we always learned that Vehevesi is the fifth cup. And that's from Elio. No, but he says that's not the fifth cup. The fifth cup is Vyadatim. It says at the end, Vyadatim Kiani Hashem, that you'll know Ki Hashem, that you're able, and this is only by Har Sinai, that you're able to reach a level where your mom is Dovuk Bashem. We all, everything is kula Hashem. So he says that's very, very hard to have a whole ummah that they should be able to reach that level. Most people will not reach that level. So he says the fifth kais is l'chathchila, is going up v'idatem ki ani Hashem. That's l'chathchila where you should try to reach, or that's where you should try to strive for. But with the heaven, we don't expect everyone to get there. But in Ephesus, so okay, that's the point, that each one is a different level slowly that you reach this level until hopefully l'chathchila you get to that level of v'idatem ki ani Hashem. And that's why he says... The, the biggest nace, at, at the end of all these psukum, of, of all these full shyness of, of, uh, of Gula, it says, It goes back to the first one. So he says, because that's the, that's the true, if a person is able to be oimed from where he came from, then on, on, uh, previously, shortly beforehand, he's working in the, he's filling cement in the, in the bricks, he's putting bricks together, he's looking for straw. And now he's able to reach that level of Har Sinai, going out of Mitzrayim, becoming an Am, and, and reaching a level of Sinai, that's the biggest name. And therefore he says, that's why the Haggadah says, that Kalamar Belisaper Harezeh Meshubach. He says, because if a person thinks about it, and he realizes that he started where he started from, and now he's sitting by Har Sinai and he's able to be at the level where he's able to be Mechabal the Torah from Har Sinai, it's a tremendous, he feels a tremendous, it's an unbelievable thing. He wants to talk about it and talk about it and talk about it more. The more he talks about it, he says, that's a ice, that's a sign that this person, that this person is Meshubach. Now, it's not the Mitzvah to be Mesaper. If you're Mesaper, that means you understand from where you came from and what it took to reach there, and you went through all the steps to reach this level of Vidatem Ki Hashem, or at least 
and you were able to reach that level and you talk about it and you appreciate it and you show your appreciation, so that's that's a simon that I raise on the Shubach, that he is someone who, who appreciates it. The Pasuk goes on and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, after he finishes, he tells Moshe to go to Paray and, I mean, to go to Kal Yisrael and to tell Kal Yisrael that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to take them out of Mitzrayim and it says, V'leishomu Moshe, Mikaitze Ruach, May Avoy Kosha and then he says, go to Paray and Moshe says, how could I tell Paray? Hein loishomu alai ve'echi shmeini Paray. The Bnei Yisrael themselves didn't listen to me. How is Paray going to listen to me? And Rashi says, this is one of the ten Kalvachimers that there are in the Gemara, that if the Bnei Yisrael won't listen to me, so for sure Paray won't listen to me. And all the Mepharshim ask, what do you mean? There's a Pircha on the Kalvachimer. Because the reason why they didn't listen to him was because it says, may avoid the kosha, may ruach, may avoid the kosha. So there's a Pircha on this Kalvachimer. They had their reason why they weren't listening to him. They were stuck in Avoida, they had Kotzer Ruach. So Rebbe Chasman says, based on a supporter, that the supporter says, that Kritzer Ruach is a form of that they didn't have time lisboining. And he explains like this, that the Masilus Yisharim says that one of the Atzah Seyetzer, and this was really also Pari's idea, that you keep people so busy and you're so caught up with their own tsaris, they're just they're so nervous and they're so anxious about their own tsaris, they can't think out of the box. They know we have to do this, and they're focused, and really throughout history you find that when people want to make sure there's no revolt or backlash against the thing. They make them work and they make them do this, they make them do this. Because at that point when you're working, so you're consumed with your tsaras that you have and you, and you just want to get through the day and you don't royally spine, you don't have time to go ahead and to go ahead and to be misspining. So he says, Klal Yisrael, who Taka wanted to go out, they, they wanted to believe, technically speaking. But because they were so, they were so uh, torrid and so busy taking care of the tsaras themselves and they're so nervous about what, not nervous, but they were so with their own tsaris, and they couldn't come to be lehispoinein, to think about that maybe takad is going to be a change and what we should do and all that. So Paroi, he says, Paroi was torid ba'atzman. He was so busy with himself, for instance, where he would go out early in the morning just to convince people that he's a god. So you'd have to wait and go to the bathroom in the morning just to convince. He was so busy with his own taivas and so busy with his own gaiva. So that's even a stronger atzman that, that he's involved in himself. So the Klai Yisrael, so the Kalvachimer is Klai Yisrael, who was Torah, and they didn't have royal Lisboin, and like the supporter says, they were busy with the Tzoros Atzmai, so they weren't able to be Lisboin, even though they Taka wanted to go out. So Parah was even worse, because Parah was Torah with his own Tyrus, with his own thing that's going on with his own covenant. He's so busy with it, that for sure he wouldn't be able to go ahead and to be Lisboin. But I saw the Svasema says that... Uh, to give a marshal, if you have, let's say, a salesman, you have a company and you have a salesman, and the salesman, will, if the company believes in the salesman, <coughs> the salesman will do much better. If the person who sends you believes in you, you need that the person who sends you should believe in you to do, go ahead and do something. The Chavit Chaim, I believe, was, told, was uh, asked to go to the, to the government because there was a gzera that there shouldn't be Torah learning in yeshivas. And that Shabbos, he gave a shmooze to the people, to the whole cow, about the cheshivas of Torah, the cheshivas of Torah, everything about the cheshivas of Torah. And some people came over to him and said, you're preaching to the choir. I mean, we know. We need you to go to the government and explain this to him. So he said, no, no, no. I'm going as a shliach for you. If you don't appreciate the Torah, my shliachas will not work. It won't work. I need that the people who send the shliach, they have to believe in the cause, and then the shliach is able to poise. So the Swasema says, that's what HaKadosh Baruch was, that's what Moshe Rabbeinu was saying. Moshe was saying, the people who I'm a shliach of, the Klai Yisrael, I'm, not, I'm a shliach of Klai Yisrael, and they don't believe in my shliachas. 
They, need, they don't believe in my shlichas. I'm going to go to Paro. How am I going to accomplish my shlichas if the people themselves don't, don't believe in me? And that's why the Svassama says that when you go to a Rav, you go get the bracha or you ask for Eitzah, if you don't believe that the Rav is a shliach of Hashem, it's not going to work. You need to believe in the shliach. And therefore, when you go to a bracha, make, if you have to believe that it's going to work. Otherwise, he's a shliach of HaKadosh Baruch and the shlichas, and the shlichas won't work. Then the Pasuk goes on and... My father brought this up from the Briskarov. They asked that the Parsha stops for a second and it goes through the Yichas, Ruvain, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, goes through the whole Yichas of Klal Yisrael. So, wh- why is this coming in right now? Why is it necessary for us to, to, bring, in, to bring in the Yichas? So, Rav Shamshir Fall Hirsch says that you find in history, we find that sometimes you'll have somebody who does, who latches on to a certain Kayachatuma and he's able to do something which seems supernatural. And people remember that he did something supernatural. And time goes by, which we see happen. And they remember that this person did something supernatural. They don't remember anything else about him, but they know that he did something supernatural. And then after the years go by, this person takes on godlike qualities. Like he becomes a god. They don't know him at all. And this person, he was able to that they remember what happened. Like we see there was a Kayachatuma, and they made him into a god. And they said that, if you, if you don't believe in him, you're this, you're this, you're this, and this. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted to show that Moshe Rabbeinu is now going to Paray. Moshe Rabbeinu is now going to pull off Moifsim, he's going to pull off Oysis, he's going to bring out Klai Yisrael, he's going to pull out Shemendel Eifim. So therefore HaKadosh Baruch Hu told everybody, no, Moshe Rabbeinu is a man. He comes from this and this person. We knew his uncles, we knew his brothers, we knew his sisters, we knew everybody who, who he came from. So in future years, when you look back, if Hashem, it says that we look back, we'll be able to say, Moshe Rabbeinu, he was a man like this. <coughs> he, he completed his tafkid, he grew to these heights, but you should know Moshe Rabbeinu was a man. There was no such thing as garlic. But then he says, Fakir also is a lesson, because you would think that maybe, okay, if he's a man, so I could get any, any, any individual person who lived at that time, so HaKadosh Baruch Hu will infuse in him the leadership qualities, and he'll become the next Moshe Rabbeinu. So that's why it says no, because it starts, the Yichas starts with Ruben and Shimon, and then it goes to Levi, and it stops by Levi, and it goes down to Levi, and it stops by Moshe. So he says, the Pesach is coming to show you, says Refersh, that Reuben and Shimon were also there at that time. They were also humans. They also could have had this opportunity if HaKadosh Baruch was just picking somebody out of a hat and giving him the leadership of Kavs. They were also there at that time. But it was specifically when it came to Moshe and Aaron, because throughout the years, Moshe developed himself. He was, rose to the levels of someone who was being taka chosen. So it's both sides of the coin. Number one, you need to be a person who HaKadosh Baruch who picks, and you have to make yourself <laughs> roy that someone who picks. But you should know that this person is a man. He's a man like everybody else. He went through the same trial and tribulations for 80 years like everybody else. And that's why it's specifically now, right before Moshe Rabbeinu is going to perform the Oasis and the Moifsim, we have to tell Avek, Moshe Rabbeinu is always a man and he always will be a man. He is a, a, the top man. But at a certain level, a different level of everybody else. But he came from a mother and he was able to reach those levels and, and he was chosen for that reason that he was able to reach the, those levels. I'm just thinking now that the Sfasem, according to the Sfasemis, it could be there's another reason why we have to say the Yichas. Because Klai Yisrael, he needed to get Klai Yisrael to believe in him as a Shliach. So therefore, he had to tell Klai Yisrael who they were. This is who you come from. This is who you come from. The things, you have things behind you. You're not coming from nowhere. You're not stuck by yourself in a vacuum where there's obvious that all of a sudden something could happen. You come from a, a tremendous yichus. So once he was able to tell them that there was a tremendous amount of yichus and who you come from, so then they would take a believe in him and then maybe he would be able to be, to be Mekayim as shlichus. 
After, after it comes through the Yichus, so then it says at the end, it says, Heim hu Moshe v'aron, hu aron Moshe, medaber melparai, lohitzi es b'nei Yisrael mimitrayim, and it says it twice, right? One, it says, lohitzi es b'nei Yisrael mimitrayim, and one, it says, to go to Parai, to talk to Parai. And in one place, Rashi brings down, it says, Aaron before Moshe, and one place it says, Moshe before Aaron, loy Moshe shekulim him, that both Aaron and Moshe are equal. And when Moshe Feinstein says, of course, Aaron and Moshe were not equal. Moshe was Moshe. There was only one Moshe. Like, come to Moshe. So what does it mean that there's shkulim? And he says that there's a Gemara, that uh, when the person went to Shemayim, and he said, came back, and he said, I went to Shemayim, and Oilum I saw an upside-down world. The people that were Choshev here are not so, are not so Choshev there. The people that are not so Choshev here are Choshev there. And he said, no, you, you didn't see Oilum Hafuch. You saw a clear world. And Moshe explains, because sometimes you can have someone down here as a Taka Choshev, a person, but Lafi his... Kishroinus, Lafi's situation, he would have been able to be much better. So when he gets up there, he's at a lower level. He does not look that like so high. Kafi, what was given to you, you could have reached that thing. But another person who down here is not so on top, he's, he's on the bottom of the rung. But when he gets up there, he says, akin to what you were given, you did the most that you could. And therefore, he's on top. So that's what it means. Aaron and Moshe are Shakul and Avada, their Moshe Rabbeinu was greater. But in this aspect of both them reaching the full potential, that they were both shuffle. That there was nothing to talk about. And I see the Malbum says that the Pusik says it twice, right? The it says it twice. Hey Mamadabrim, who are no Moisha? It says, Aaron are taking them out of Mitzrayim. And then it says that the next post, And the first one, it says Aaron first. And the second one, it says Moshe first. That's where the Rashi is coming from. So the Malbum says that really they, had, they needed two things, and therefore they needed two manhigim. They needed Aaron and Moshe. Number one, they needed to take them physically out of Mitzrayim. And number two, they needed to take the Neshamas, the, neshama, the, 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 the the hashpah of Mitzrayim. They needed to get the hashpah out of their, out of their neshamas. So he says, that's why he needed specifically Aaron and Moshe. Aaron's koyach was to be Moshe to people. He was the one that was able to speak. He was the eye of Shalom. He was the raid of Shalom. He was the one that was able to speak to the people. So that's why it says by Aaron, it says Aaron, when it says Aaron first, it says, who Aaron and Moshe? Asher Hashem lahem, Yisrael Your job is, take out the B'nai Yisrael. Get rid of all the hashpahs, take the neshamas out, that they shouldn't be in, in their mind, shouldn't be in the tomb of Mitzrayim. That was Aaron's koyach. Aaron's koyach was able to speak to the people. But when it says, hey, ma'amadabr, melpari, melech Mitzrayim, but when it comes to actually physically taking them out, there you have to speak to power and you have to make them moifsum. So then it says, who moish of Aaron? They're moishers first. In other words, the same type of concept, that each one of them was needed, and each one had a certain tafkid, and therefore, says the mom, that's why it says twice, and that's why in the first one it says Aaron first, because that was his tafkid, so he completed his tafkid, and the second one it says Moshe first, because that was his tafkid to get them out of Mitzrayim physically, and that's why it says Moshe, that's why it says Moshe first. Then comes the parasha of the Makkas, which the, the, the Malbum says, you know, there's a lot of different shinuyim in the, in the, in the different Makkas, but he, he brings one yesoy that carries throughout all the makas. The, the, the makas we know we divide into three. The tzach, adash, v'yachav. He says, the makas b'chores is taken out because that was just to get rid of the power to force them out. But the other three had a specific function and they had a specific purpose. The first three, dam tzvadeya, kinim, the tzach, that was to show that, that the metzias of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the kiyodas Hashem, to know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So therefore, the first two makas you find that Moshe came to Parai and he gave him Asro. If you don't do this, if you don't send them out, this and this is going to happen. He gave him Asro both times. 
The third time, by Kinem, by the third mark, he didn't have to. Why? Because once he had two Adam, so to speak, he had Dam and Svardaya, that emphasizes the, the Metzias of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So I gave you the two warnings. Now I can punish you. Now you didn't listen. Now I can punish you. I don't have to give you Ashra. The two Adam, the first two Makas, were just a warning to Pare. So that, and the third one, he didn't have to give Ashra. The second three, the second group of three, was to show Kiani Hashem Bekeri Vahartz. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It was a warning, wasn't it? It was a punishment. Yeah, but no, but it was the, this aspect. Of, the whole thing was to bring out this aspect of Matthias Hashem. So we have two aids when the dominance for there came. That was an aid to the Matthias of Hashem. So now it's done. Now I'm just punishing you because you didn't listen to those two aids. It's the third thing. Now I'm just punishing because you didn't listen. But the first two, we gave him a warning. If you don't do this, you don't see the Matthias Hashem, then this is going to happen. First time it happened. Second time it happened. Now we're ready. We got the point out. The point is we got it. So now I can punish you, and the third one, when you don't see it, I can punish you without Asra. And the third one is Kiani Hashem Bekeri Varetz. And the same thing, they find the first two of that group of three, there was Asra, third one, there was no Asra. And the same thing by the end, to show that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, is in Kamani Kola Aretz. That was the point of the last three. Now each one was to show a different aspect of Hashem, and that's why if you go through the Makas, you'll find the first two, there was Asra, and the, second, and the third one, there was Asra, and that's the idea of the Makas. And if you go through the Makas with the different Shinurim, he says this is the basis of, of going through the Makas. I just want to say that Ramban says at the end of Parshas Boy that the reason why we have all the mitzvahs, and we say, Zechei Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, Zechei Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, the, uh, the aspect is like this, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu took us out of Mitzrayim when Yisim Galuyim, says the Ramban. So the HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't always have to show Nisim Galuyim. It's like if you, you go into the doctor's office and you see a certificate that he's a capable doctor. Every time you go, you don't have to check out the certificate and ask him to test it. Do you take a test? No, you took it one time. You know what you're doing. So that certificate lasts for years, right? So that's the idea of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. The Nisim Galuyim of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is to show these three concepts, as, or not the, these, these ideas of Yitzhiyas Hashem. And once we know it from Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, so we don't need every single time to learn it from every single day, and HaKadosh Baruch has to bring them in there. And that's why by all the mitzvahs we say, Zechel Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. We're referring back to what HaKadosh Baruch showed us at that particular point, that we don't need it at all the time. And that's what the, the, the Malbum is really saying, that these, these uh, makas are coming to show these three concepts, and this is where HaKadosh Baruch was showing it, so that for future generations, we know this, and we don't, we don't need to go through all of, all, all of these things. Just one final thing. By the end of Makas Barat, it says that Paro was finally masking that you could shecht the animals, but he made a condition you have to shecht them in Mitzrayim. Moshe says, no, we can't go ahead and do this. It's not nice. Why? Because the Mitzrayim are going to come and they're going to come ahead and kill us. So the Chassam Seifer says, first of all, what's the Lashon? It's like, you don't, you don't want to do it. You don't want to do it. What's loy nochon? And he says, all of a sudden now, after all these makas that were done to Pare, all of a sudden Moshe Rabbeinu is nervous about getting killed. I mean, the, 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 it's, it's over already. Everybody knows they're getting the makas. He's not scared of Pare. So the Chassam Soifa says that even though at this time they were fashmetering the Mitzrayim and they were throwing them with makas, but if they would go ahead and shecht the Mitzrayim's God in front of them, that's already too much. It's not, it's not the way we do things. We don't <coughs> stuff it in your face. We don't laugh in your face. That's already too much. It's only nothing for us to do. You're going to be so upset. You're going to be frustrated from us. So therefore, we don't do that. In other words, we do what we have to. You get the punishment, mida, connected mida. But to go ahead and stick it into our faces and this and that, so, and to make you frustrated that you would want to kill us, that we don't do. That's only nothing. Says Rav Palm, you see an interesting thing from this Chassam Soifer. He says that sometimes in the, uh, and whenever you want to stand up for halacha, so you have to stand up for halacha, no matter what. You have to stand up for halacha. But when it comes to accepting a chumrah on yourself, 
He says, if it's going to affect somebody else, so then you always have to be careful. If your chum is going to affect somebody else, it's loy nochon. That's what Adar Pam says. I just heard a Maisa, unbelievable Maisa, and I'll, with this all stuff, that, I don't know if it's a famous Maisa or not, but they say that Rebaran Leib, when he got married, so he was a briska, so he was makbid that they shouldn't take any new water because maybe there's chametz in the, in the things. So they would go ahead before Pesach and they would put aside water that happened before. That was his minute. That was his chumr that he accepted upon himself. And the first year when he was married, he told his wife, listen, you know, when you prepare Pesach, make sure you put ahead, go ahead and put bottled water. And she forgot. came time for the Pesach and, and she totally forgot. And he didn't say anything. He said, okay, we'll drink the regular water. Sixty years later, when she was nifter, he told his kids, could you do me a favor? I want a bottle of water. This, this year, I want to use bottled water. So they said, what do you mean? 60 years, you're drinking the regular water. Why, what happened now all of a sudden? He said, I didn't want to be Mitzayar, my wife. Can you imagine how bad she would have felt if I told her that I missed that first year, and then every year after that, there's more Tzayar to her that she forgot. So for 60 years, he didn't keep this minute not to be Mitzayar's wife. That's what it means. Okay, ciao.